This is the Morning Press from Cast Iron Brains, a BrainIron.com production. Here's 11 minutes or less of news for today, Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Data released on Tuesday by the Program for International Student Assessment, an intergovernmental group aimed at measuring and comparing the academic performance of students from all across the globe, confirmed the suspicions of many. The kids these days are, indeed, getting dumber. For students in the United States, math scores were most concerning, with just two-thirds of students achieving basic proficiency according to the test, ranking 28th out of 37. A mere 7% of U.S. students scored at the highest levels in math, a ranking achieved by nearly a quarter of students in Japan and South Korea and well below the top-performing students of Singapore, where 41% achieved top marks. The results were a decline from the last time these tests were given in 2018, and an even sharper decline from the results recorded when the test was first administered in 2003. On the bright side, reading and science proficiency held relatively steady, and, due to declining results in other countries, the U.S. gained in the overall rankings. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona cheered the results, attributing the rise in ranking to massive government spending on education through the pandemic, even as the test scores showed that students have gotten measurably worse. Venezuelans voted over the weekend to claim sovereignty over a resource-rich portion of neighboring Guyana in a referendum that had been pushed by the government of President Nicolas Maduro. The government claimed turnout of about 50%, though many doubted the legitimacy of those claims based on reporting of nearly empty and lineless polling places throughout the country, even in regions where Maduro and his party enjoy strong support. The disputed region was once within Spanish colonial Venezuela's borders, but was partitioned off by international arbitrators in 1899. It's not clear what the Maduro government will actually do to enforce the results of the referendum, and Guyana has denounced the result and asked the United Nations to step in. The UN has said that no action should be taken until after the International Court of Justice rules on the competing claims. Six of the ten most viewed articles on English-language Wikipedia in 2023 were India-centric, including four related to the popular sport of cricket and two articles about Indian movies. The other most-read articles on the site were the pages about Oppenheimer, the Christopher Nolan film, and J. Robert Oppenheimer, the person, and the page listing notable deaths in 2023, a page that, as of press time still, does not include former President Jimmy Carter. The single most viewed article on Wikipedia this year was the page for AI chatbot ChatGPT, which racked up nearly 50 million page views. The Supreme Court will hear arguments today in the case of Moore v. United States, a case about whether or not Congress should have the authority to tax unrealized income. As a general rule, the IRS does not tax the gains made on money that the taxpayer has yet to realize. Think of a stock portfolio that grows year after year. If you don't sell the stocks and realize those gains, you don't pay taxes on them because the income did not come in. The case is being viewed as a sort of proxy fight between those who hope to one day get a wealth tax passed in the United States and those who believe such a thing would be unconstitutional, or at least bad. Former House Speaker Paul Ryan, who opposes a wealth tax, has nevertheless sided against Moore in this case, claiming that their victory could result in the invalidation of a full third of the U.S. tax code. 
His warning, of course, was not exactly taken as such by those who side with Moore, who maintained that a ruling for the government would open the doors to Congress passing sweeping new taxes on all unrealized gains on everything from stocks to property. The most likely outcome is a narrow ruling in one direction or the other that would do little to change the status quo and avoid the worst slippery slope outcomes that both sides are worried about. A study released by researchers at Columbia University and NYU claims that some stock trader may have been aware of the October 7th attack on Israel by Hamas before the attack happened, and profited handsomely by betting against Israeli stocks and ETFs in the immediate lead-up to the attack. They identified a significant increase in short-selling activity in dozens of Israeli companies in the days before the attack. A pattern, they say, also shows up in data from April, when Hamas had initially planned the attack to take place, but did not follow through. From the abstract, quote, For one Israeli company alone, 4.43 million new shares sold short over the September 14th to October 5th period yielded profits of millions on that additional short selling for one out of hundreds of securities traded on the exchange. Although we see no aggregate increase in shorting of Israeli companies on U.S. exchanges, we do identify a sharp and unusual increase just before the attacks in trading in risky short-dated options on these companies expiring just after the attacks. End quote. The study authors say that it appears that this unusual spike was the work of a single trader, but also that it would be extremely difficult to identify who that individual was. Now, Here's a look at the weather. If someone is trying to tell you that a complex issue is actually very, very simple, it's a pretty safe bet that they cannot be trusted. I read several thousand words about the case of Moore v. United States that offered competing ideas about the underlying facts, the historical context, and the potential implications of a ruling in either direction. And then I found a post on the libertarian magazine Reason.com's website, which simply gave the definition and etymology of the word income, and concluded that, quote, the United States should lose this case. Income literally has to come in before it is taxable, both as the word was used in 1913 and based on its etymology. End quote. This level of definitive simplicity has its appeal, but ignores the complexity of the case and over a century of tax law and the reality of how government is and will continue to be funded. It is a comically, almost parodically, libertarian conclusion to reach, divorced as it is from the real world in favor of some allegedly more important overriding principle, though it's even unclear what the principle is beyond government should be deprived of resources whenever possible. I'm not even saying I disagree that the United States should lose this case in some narrow way or another, though I'm further not confident I know enough about the case to come to any firm conclusion. I'm simply dismayed and somewhat amused by the certainty on display. In a story that began to circulate last night, a house in Arlington, Virginia exploded in spectacular fashion. By this morning, a huge number of people online were declaring with absolute certainty that a conspiracy was afoot, that the mentally unstable person at the center of the story was actually a hero that the government had been trying to take out for years. The most likely explanation is that there was a gas leak in his home, which probably contributed to his mentally unstable state, and the gas exploded spectacularly upon introduction of some sort of ignition source, either by him or the police. 
but of course we cannot know yet, and may never have a fully satisfactory explanation, if by fully satisfactory I mean that there is a story universally accepted as true. In the age of infinite information, where it has become increasingly difficult to figure out what is true, because it is virtually impossible to figure out what information is real, from a real person, telling a true story about the real world, and not some hallucination by chat GPT or the various algorithms, or those subject to those AIs and algorithms, knowing has lost all meaning. The information age is collapsing in on itself because we don't have a theory of knowledge that has caught up to the current overwhelming moment. No wonder, then, at the appeal to the authority of the definition of a word to make all the confusion simply go away. That's the weather from here. How's it look out your window? The Morning Press is a production of the BrainIron.com multinational media empire. Please direct comments and complaints to brainironpodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at brainiron.com. For a transcript of today's episode and links to the stories referenced, find The Morning Press at brainiron.substack.com. Thanks, and barring the sudden onset of the inevitable, we'll talk to you tomorrow. The proceeding was created with 100% human content.